Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother. Happy Monday. We're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Let's get right to it, folks. Week two. Boy, was it an exciting one. Put that one in the books. Man, I have so many thoughts about week two. Breach. First and foremost, there was some kind of like discussion after last week's Michigan-Florida game. Did we really see Michigan's real defense considering all the exp- uh, suspensions? I'll tell you, 100% real. It's ready to play. That offense, though, I'm not quite sure about, but the D is here. Other news, Lamar Jackson just going ham on teams. Six TDs. Three on the ground, three in the air, 700 total yards. Northwestern, yikes, losing to Duke. How much does Bielema miss Madison? Like, I could go on and on. That was a great <laughs> week. What are your thoughts? agree. I thought there were a lot of entertaining games. Washington State and Boise State going to triple OT, not getting enough love from anybody, so let's give them some love. Great job, boys. No, right? Absolutely. Cougs coming out on top there. To me, though, leaving week two, there's a lot of question marks. I wrote down for myself, number one, is Michigan really the number eight team in the country? I don't know. Is Clemson, post Deshaun Watson, actually this good? If Auburn's good, then yes. If Auburn is actually not that good, then I don't know. Did USC make a statement beating Stanford by double digits at home? And is Bedlam, your birthday, November 4th, in Stillwater, is that the biggest game of the college football season? It might be. I mean, we'll have to see how the rest of the week shape up, but certainly after last week. It's heating up. It, it's heating up. It's still water, homie. It is. It is heating up. It is heating so, up. So, all right. You ready to talk about the top dogs? Time for the roll call. When Evan says your name, please say here. Evan, walk us through the roll call. All right, folks. People have spoken. We're only doing the top ten and some big changes. Give the people what they want. Number one, we got Alabama. Number two, Oklahoma. Number three, Clemson. Number four, USC. Number five, Penn State. Number six, Washington Number seven, Michigan. Number eight, Ohio State. Number nine, Oklahoma State. Number 10, Wisconsin. Now, as far as any other big movers, Ohio State did drop six places. The second biggest mover was Stanford after losing USC, dropped five. We have one newcomer, and that is welcome to the party, UCLA. So, Matt, anyone you send it on a beer run? I'm going to pick on the back of the pack. Tennessee and Florida, both pretenders. Have those two come out and come back with some contenders. Neither of them belong. I had the toughest time picking that game this week. It was like, I don't know, dude. Who's going to win this rock fight? Like, I, I almost flipped a quarter. I, I'm sure the fans at home are just going to be shocked <laughs> that you don't like Florida or Tennessee. Like, Wait, you, man, you think they belong? No, never you. That's, that's another show. I don't know, man. Tennessee won. Like, what do you want oh, me to do? Okay. Like, Kansas State's well, here. Like, Bill Snyder till I die, here. dude. Bill Snyder till I die. I'm a wildcat, dude. Manhattan. Let's go, son. All right. Well, Matt, all the people, biggest game. Yep. All everyone's been talking about. Oklahoma, yep. OSU, the showdown in Columbus. We call JT Barrett old man time. But it was all it was kind of old man time versus old man time. Barrett had 31 starts. I honestly didn't know this. Mayfield had 34. Also, old man time. Went into the halftime, 3-3. Boy, was the second half exciting. Went out of control. Now, we all know who won. Oklahoma. Matt, there were some fans on Reddit, OSU fans, saying they lost faith in Urban Meyer. People are already talking about that. They're talking about benching Barrett. What? You're going to bench respond. JT Barrett? 
it's boggling to me, man. It's boggling. Those are people who have never had Rich Rod as a head coach or Brady Hoke as a head coach. Like you just don't, you just don't get it. You know what I would call those kind of people, man? Sweet summer children. Summer? They don't know children. what it's like to be in the winter. It gets breezy for a day. They run in for their sweatshirts. It's unbelievable. Oklahoma looked good. Oklahoma was better than I thought they were. Baker Mayfield was better than I thought he was. I cannot stand Ohio State in any bone of my body, but like I, I'm a JT guy and I'm an Urban guy. I respect both. I think both are are quality dudes and bring a lot to college football that we need. I was disappointed in the second half in Ohio State's performance. I thought they came out, scored right away. Oklahoma answered, and then Oklahoma just took over momentum in Columbus. Though that's not an easy task. Lincoln Riley, first year head coach. No, not at all. Rolling the dice a lot. I, I like the swagger out of Oklahoma. I, I'm shocked about it. I think we're still in week two. Both teams have a chance to make the playoff. Three teams in the past 10 years have won championships after losing a game. So to all these Ohio State fans that are dismayed, I mean, like, I right. understand, like, you just got handled at home. But the idea that Ohio State's out of the, right. even the playoff run, I think, is ludicrous. I think if they went out and oh, yeah. they win the Big Ten championship, they're right back in the picture. Oklahoma has two number one no votes. Way. Deserve it or I not? mean, we don't know how good any of these teams are, and we've got to assume uh, Bama's the one, and they rolled in week one over Florida State. They won again. I, how could you not? What about the Oklahoma win makes them better than Bama? I mean, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just asking you what your thoughts on it. What I, what I, what I would say is, what I, if I had to defend the position, I would say that they handedly beat Ohio State in the horseshoe. I, I was very impressed, and, and man, that two jump is a lot. I don't know that they're number two. I don't know that they're not number two. I tell you, if I'm voting, they're not number one, so I don't give them either of those two first-place votes, though. Fair, fair. I think you could make an argument for two based on one if you think Clemson is three based on Clemson's quarterback situation, although I would say that defense, like, they've given up negative five points, like, they are very good. Agreed. They could easily Agreed. make the playoffs without a quarterback. <laughs> I don't know about that, but they're good. They got a good D. So, topic two: uh, switch tones, significantly more serious. We on the, on fifteen minute U, we address both the gridiron as well as off the gridiron and topics that reach into the culture of the college football complex. So. This week, you know, there was a continual story about, you know, the role of race in football and the race in college football. Um, Kevin Sumlin received a letter after the meltdown at UCLA, and the letter read, You suck as a coach. You are an N-word and can't win. Please get lost or else. And his wife posted this on Twitter, and there's been various reactions to you know, the, the letter and the contents and the sentiment and et cetera. How much of the message in the letter do you think reflects the culture of football in general? And I'm not just limiting this to college football. I'm limiting it to football. Oh, boy. That's rough. Um, I don't think it reflects the culture of football really at all, or at least the ideals of football, you know, that you're, like, taught in Pop Warner, like, try your hardest, but at the end of the day, go across the field and shake the other team's hand, you know, say good game, all that kind of stuff. I think there is an ugly side of football, though, 
fans who take it way too seriously, who, you know, get wasted at the tailgate and they're just screaming terrible things in front of little children. I think that's an unfortunate reality of the game. But I think that's more says something more about our society than it does about football. Like, I think if we played cricket, you would also have these problems. I agree, but we chose football to be part of the society and part of who we are. And so, I mean, I got to I gotta disagree. I think it definitely reflects in the American culture the way that we continue to not address race and not deal with it in a way that is mature or progressive. I mean, the the letter is offensive and unacceptable and overtly racist, but race and racism, it's not limited to football, but it definitely exists throughout the game, both at the collegiate and professional level. I mean, you look at, you know, what's happening with the national anthem and we look at what's happening with Colin Kaepernick. It's a very real and serious issue. I mean, you're an N-word and can't win and get out or else, or else what? It's frightening and embarrassing and sad that somebody took the 24 hours of their day and said, I'm going to set aside time to write this letter to a guy I probably don't know at all. I'm going to be offensive and be racist. I mean, there's an old white dude's culture that, that exists. And I, and it's not like we're not making strides, but got to continue to work. There's work left to be. There's work left to be done. I mean, just look at the spread of of owners and of coaches. Who are black high profile coaches in college football? Kevin Selma, Charlie Strong. That's about it. Uh, Taggart, Oregon. It's a problem that we're reaching. Rufflin at ECU. Sure, but yeah, no. I mean, point you and I. Two huge fans can only think of what we just thought of four off the top of our heads. Do like you want to go to the NFL? It gets worse. <laughs> yeah, I, that alone is like you know we got a problem. So something to we need to do a lot of work, and more people need to get involved. We need to have bigger voices about this. It's unacceptable. It had nothing to do with the loss at, at UCLA. It has a lot to do with the fan base and the overtly white dominant culture that we let continue to dictate the terms. Agree, 100%. All right, so uh, you want to look on a more bright side, Evan? Please, God. Let's talk next week. Next week, or hopefully we will do a little bit better than this week. Let's pick them. Let's do it. I admit, I don't think we did that bad. We were both uh, 12 and mm-hmm. 5. You picked the Big Ten a little bit better than I did. Uh, but You went very heavy USC Michigan. Saved me. Dude, and one of them won. Eastern Michigan. Also, shout out to Jason Labar and Central. Central blew out. So really just two and one o, Michigan direction. I think. Chippewas. 2-0, and o, baby. Chippewas. Anyways, so both 12-5. I'm 28-9. You're 27-10. All right, Matt. Looking back real quick, what was your worst pick and why from last week? I think mine was Nebraska at Oregon. I don't know why. I just really wanted Nebraska to win. Mine was Rutgers. Because I try to have faith in the Big Ten and I try to believe in Rutgers and I should have listened to you that uh, I just can't pick Rutgers ever. And they're not going to win, including to Eastern Michigan at home with the hot tubs. Are you kidding me? It's just shocking to me that the hot tubs didn't help them out. Jeez. It's kind Jeez. So Delaney calls a press conference, you know, whenever in the 80s and they add uh, Penn State to the Big Ten. And on the conference call, Bo Schembechler out loud when Delaney goes, 
our presidents have voted unanimously to add Penn State. Shane Beckler goes, you got to be shitting me. Bo, what a god. I didn't know that story. That's great. What's the reaction when Rutgers is added? I it, I hope it was worse than that because, like, this is – it's getting out of hand. You're losing to Eastern Michigan at home. Good gracious. Huh. Let's pick this week. Anyways, all right, this week. Again, folks, I'm just going to burn real quickly through the games that Matt and I agree with then circle back to the ones we disagree with. So we got Northwestern hosting Bowling Green. We're both taking Northwestern. Nebraska's hosting Northern Illinois. We're both taking Nebraska. Rutgers is hosting Morgan State. Rutgers, do not let me down. We're both taking Rutgers. We got Mizzou hosting Purdue. Matt, this was the hardest game for me to pick. Just quick side note. I am taking Purdue. We're both taking Purdue. But, like, this is battle of the dumpsters. Agreed. I went back and forth on both teams. I think I think Same. Mizzou has a good offense. But I thought that Purdue played Louisville tough in week one, which made exactly. me go back to Purdue and be like, okay, come on, boiler up. Boiler up, baby. Boiler up. Okay, then we got uh, Indiana hosting Florida International. We're both taking the Hoosiers. Iowa's hosting North Texas. We're both taking Iowa. Minnesota hosting Middle Tennessee State. We're both taking Minnesota. Ohio State's hosting Army. Ohio State. Wisconsin's traveling to BYU. BYU just lost the Holy War. We're both taking Wisconsin. Michigan's hosting the Air Force Academy. Sorry, friends. I'm taking Michigan. We're both taking (laughs) Michigan. Penn State hosting Georgia State. We're both taking Penn State. In the national arena, the one game we agree on, USC hosting Texas. I'm The reason I'm mentioning this game is I'm really sad it's not of an importance like preseason I thought it was going to be, but, man, it's going to be a massacre. Agree. Sorry, fellas. Okay, getting to games we disagree. In Big Ten play, there's only one game. Illinois traveling to South Florida to play Charlie Strong's Bulls. I'm taking the Bulls. You're taking Illinois. Five seconds. Why? Friday Night Lights, dude. I'm rolling a line eye. They got good momentum, dude. I believe. I believe in Lovey. I do. I do. I do. I believe in Charlie Strong. So I guess hey, there's two out. black head coaches. Boom. Just name two more. Got another All one. right, now we're up to like five. Great job, college football. There we go. Great job. Okay, national level games. We disagree. Number 24, Florida, hosting number 23, Tennessee. I am shocked to see Matthew Azorek take Tennessee, considering how much he hates them. I'm taking the Gators. Alex Fried, friend of the pod, go Gators. Who would you want me to – like, I, honestly, I flipped a quarter because I was like, hate, hate you more. And, uh, and it was like whatever came up, came up on hate. So I picked – One, Florida's got a week off because they had to cancel their last game. And two, they're hosting. That's why I picked Florida has a week off. I, holy yikes. In the midst of our – Always helps. Always helps. I'm just saying. We'll see. Okay, last game, biggest game of the week, college game day will be there. Louisville hosting number three Clemson. It is the immovable object against the unstoppable force, Lamar Jackson against that Clemson defense. I picked Louisville to be in the playoffs, so it would be kind of silly if I didn't pick them right here. I'm taking Louisville. You're taking Clemson. Tell me why. Because Clemson looks hot. And actually, I might take back what I said at the beginning of the season about replacing Deshaun Watson. I was impressed with the way that they played against Auburn. I'm assuming that Auburn is a legit program. So I'm a roll Clemson. Louisville struggled in the first half against North Carolina. They did light it up in the second. I understand Lamar Jackson had four tutties. He had six. Excuse me. Three on the ground, three in the air. <laughs> 700 yards, son. He's going to torch that deep. All right, man. Saturday. We'll see. We'll see. Toe meets leather at, I don't know what time that came, on. Sometime. <laughs> Edit that out. 
toe meets leather when it meets leather, you know? I'll be there. The toe will meet leather. Hearts go out to the U and to Free Shoes fans this weekend. Uh, we understand the game was postponed because there's far more pressing matters on your hands with Hurricane Irma reaching the coast of Florida this week. Shout to Mark Rich doing the right thing, dismissing all his players and staff for two weeks to let him handle Obviously. Business. Yeah, preach, preach. A lot of love for Coach Rick. We going live, dude. Do you want to? Can we just uh, call the all uh, scandal game Duke and Baylor? Baylor visits Duke. We're calling a game with Baylor, who <laughs> lost to not only Liberty, they lost to San Antonio State. Matt Rule, <laughs> get out of there! Run, son, run! <laughs> I'm, I'm screw it. I'm taking Duke. I'm taking Duke. You have man. to take Duke. They just, <laughs> they just beat Northwestern. Why couldn't they beat Baylor? Baylor might lose his soul in middle school. They don't have a kicker. Maybe. Legitimately. Yeah. Okay. So live, both taken. Duke. Got. Cannot believe we're saying this, but yeah, we're both Got taking to. Duke. Got to. So, Evan, earlier this week there were some shots fired. Did you hear that? <laughs> So I got three fast ones coming at you. I need your reactions to shots fired. So post-game press conference, James Franklin said that beating Pitt is like beating Akron. The Penn State and the Lions just take it one game at a time. How facetious is Coach Franklin being? I get what he's saying, but like, man, it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. Like, oh boy, could have said that more diplomatically. That said... I mean, kind of walked over Pitt. Like, you don't want <laughs> to be compared. If you don't want to be compared to a MAC team, then don't play like a MAC team, and they won't be compare wow. you. Wow, wow, Evan and Franklin throwing shots fired at Pitt. Shots fired number two. Urban Meyer talking about Tom Herman last week. He said it was insane the amount of excuses that first year head coaches are making about not having their players. He said, first-year players are your players. I chose you. You're my guys. Agree or disagree with Sith Lord Urban Meyer? Dude, we might bleed maize and blue, but you know what's a fact? Game respects Preach. game. I'm 100% behind Urban Me too. Meyer on this one. Me too. Preach. Tell it like it is, coach. Tell it I like signed it up is. for you. That's a great line. That's a great line. So the ultimate shots. Run through a wall for that guy. He's not even my coach. <laughs> Ultimate shots fired of week two. Baker Mayfield plants the OU flag on the O. <laughs> Soft move or boss move? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to say boss move. Okay. Hear me out on this. One, all these like, he's so disrespectful. Oh, my God. It was. I can't believe it was, it was. It was disrespectful. No, uh, he's 22. Like, Unless you've done a, have never done a dumb thing at age twenty two in college, like sit down. We all we we've all done dumb things, and two, he he's not the first person to plant a flag, and he's sure as hell not going to be the last. So like, get over it. It happened. I accept the like Move he's on. hyped. He just had to play in front of one hundred and ten thousand people that were extremely hostile to him. Anyone, and he brought it. Like, I get the energy. It is disrespectful. The nightmare scenario for Baker Mayfield though is that Ohio State fixes it, runs a table, and then both these yes, teams meet up in the playoff. Baker Mayfield, if you had to play Ohio State again this season, old man time Barrett is not going to – oh, my God. Watch out, son. Oh watch out, son. Because you got something else coming. Because that defense ain't going to be basic in the playoff. 
No way. No way. All right, before we go, Evan, we got I got two fathead nominees that I need you to pick between. You ready? Okay, lay it on me. Uh, number one nominee is that Louisiana Tech against Mississippi State had an epic third and 93 after an 89-yard fumble to their own seven-yard line. They had second and goal, goes to third and 93. Secondly, Clemson fans, after defeating Auburn, not even a top 10 team, mind you, they won the Natty last year, rushed the field. Fat out of the week, week two? Clemson fans, for sure. One, I'm not going to make a student athlete who made a mistake on the field a fathead. That seems a little harsh to me. <laughs> Although we've done it before. Uh, two, again, Clemson fans, act like you've been there before. Matt, let me give you, unexpectedly, two fathead wow. topics. Folks, this was not on the script, but I have to give it to him. All right, here we go. Number one, ECU player comes out of the tower, uh, excuse me, comes out of the tunnel with a P6 flag, as in Power 6, as in American Athletic Conference is a power conference. ECU then loses to West Virginia, 20-56. to 56. Oh, no. Nominee number two, Notre Dame banned Georgia mascot Ugga from the stadium, citing a no-pets policy. Oh, my God. Get, the, get out of town. I hate Notre Dame so much. Good Lord. I, the other thing was a soft move by the ECU player. But Notre Dame, my God. Oh. Should they ban the leprechaun for next year's rematch? Because it's in Georgia. Good lord, dude. No. The Georgia mascot should just go over and just punch the leprechaun in the face and knock him to the floor. They ban the dog for a no pets policy? Yeah. I know that in season two we're trying not to be as explicit. You guys are just some soft-ass motherfuckers. Uh, I, we got to give it to Notre Dame for week two. You banned the dog. I can't believe that. I, I, yeah, for sure. You're like running neck and neck with Clemson fans who won the natty and then rushed the field afterwards. But like, we're going to give it to you guys because you guys are just like, thank you so much for tuning in. There are so many other pressing matters on all of our other minds tonight, especially for our friends and family in Houston and Florida. We can't actually heal anyone's pain in 15 minute you, but we hope we gave you a good laugh and a smile to start your week. We give you all our love, especially to our friends of the pod and listeners. Thank you for being you. If we can do any more to help, please reach out. We're ready to pitch in. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at 15 Minute You and on Twitter at 15 Minute You and Evan underscore 15 Minute Thank you. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Kind of a long epic. A little bit over. We went a little bit over. How much can it's we okay. edit down? I'll edit it. Be fine. Be fine. Even if it's like 20, like whatever. Yeah. I'm um, shutting down recording right.